coming up this week. More information about the upcoming Wonderful World of Disney Disneyland 60 special, including some hints at Star Wars Land, and the Anaheim Police Department may be spying on Disneyland guests. Plus later, the happy haunts finally materialize as Michael continues his celebration of Disneyland 60th. All that coming up next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 545 for the week of January 31st, 2016. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan a perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson. Hey! <laughs> Mary Jo Mulatto-Willie. Hello! <laughs> Michael Bowling. Hey there, hi there, ho there. And Tony Spatel. Hello! Oh, goodness. How was everyone's week? It was good to see Mary Jo and Nancy yesterday. Yes. As we joined uh, Melissa and Alicia for dinner. That was kind of cool. That was a lot of fun. We thank them for supporting the world. Yes, we did. Yes. Well, do you want to. Food and bronies. Do you want to tell everybody why we were eating with them? Um, Yeah, they. they, um, they, We. During the Alaska cruise last summer. the Orlando team held a, an, auction, a give, an auction to raise money for Give Kids the World, and they purchased um, or won the auction for a dinner with the Disneyland team. So they gave money to a worthy cause, and we fed them. Yeah, and it was <laughs> so nice. We we had dinner at the Carthay Circle, and it was very uh-huh. rela- even though it was a late dinner. Um, none we were the last ones out of the restaurant, yeah, right? We, were. we shut down that. Mm-hmm. All the way. And it was cool, too, because we were sitting at a table and they pointed out that the evil queen is in the wood grain of the yeah. table there in, mm-hmm. in the dining room in the um, Carthay Circle. So that was a fun little tidbit that they told us. It was very cool. Um, let's see what else we want to talk about. Uh, hello to our friends listening live on Mixler. If you want to join us, we... Uh, stream live every Sunday evening, 7 p.m. Pacific, on uh, Mixler.com. That's M-I-X-L-R.com. If you head to our show notes page at DizUnplugged.com or our Facebook page, there are always links to our Mixler account, so you can head right there and join all of our friends listening live and listening and chatting live to our craziness every Sunday. Um, don't forget about the rest of the DizUnplugged podcasts. Every Monday, a new Dreams Unlimited Travel podcast is released. Tuesdays at 10 p- ten a.m. Pacific, the Orlando Show broadcasts live on YouTube. Uh, let's see, Wednesday for another month, I think, is the trip. Uh, that is also at 10 a.m. live, 10, 10 a.m. Pacific. Thursdays is the Universal Edition, 10 a.m. Pacific. And we're on hiatus for... Connecting with Walt, right? Mike? We are until April. Cool. Awesome. Excellent. 
Well, awesome. You might say awesome, but no, I'm, all the I'm listeners awesome are saying that awesome. we have the correct information. Oh, okay. Just making sure. And then, of course, at 9 a.m. <laughs> every Monday through Friday, the Daily Fix, your three to four minute update of all Disneyland news. You can find that at uh, youtube.com slash the Diz. I'm sorry, youtube.com slash info or uh www.info.com slash daily fix. Did I get everything? I think I got everything. Okay, cool. Um, all right. So housekeeping last week, I alluded to the Orange County restaurant week or the OC, OC restaurant week and that there weren't a lot of downtown Disney restaurants this year. So I did check the list. OC restaurant week is March 6th through the 12th. And the participating restaurants that are of interest to us are Catal, Steakhouse 55, and that's all. Just two uh, of them? Well, wow. two, two at the Disneyland Resort. Uh, Fire and Ice is also participating over at Garden Walk. Um, Farrell's is participating in Buena Park. Nice. And also in Brea. And Medieval Times is participating. So Really? Yeah. Oh, that would be fun. We need mm-hmm. to do a segment on medieval times. You yeah, know, one of yeah. the things I consistently love, and I think it's great that you bring up OC Restaurant Week, because anytime cities or counties or townships or, you know what I mean, throw one of these kinds of events, no matter where you go around the country, they're always a good time and they're always yeah. day six worthy. Right. So, you know, and, you know, you're done and tired of the parks. Maybe it's your third day and you still got another day or two to go. Heck, you know, take a night off and go do something fun like that. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Steakhouse 55, uh, we talked last time, or Mary Jo talked last time about the, uh, the afternoon tea. And she graciously put up a blog this week. So I will put links to that in the show notes page, or I posted it also on our Facebook page. But if you want to... S- Give, get more information, take a look at some pictures. There is a blog out there now about the afternoon tea at the steak, at Steakhouse 55, so very cool. Now, also at the end of the blog, I have a link to um, the Periscope that I did. Okay. So what So what I do now is I the Periscopes automatically download to my phone. Oh, yes. For some reason, if you do right. it landscape on Periscope, it's always going to come up portrait, so you're either going to sit there with your head sideways, <laughs> you know. Huh. So uh, some of the periscopes, I only do portrait so that people can look at it on their computers. Uh-huh. So I, I put it on YouTube, and it's linked in my, in uh, at the bottom of the blog, so you could hear Nick and Yasmin with their uh, talk about the experiences, and I think you can see some of the, um, the offerings for the tea a little bit better than in the pictures. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Any other housekeeping? The charges um, oh. are staying. In San Diego for a year. For a year. year. They've agreed to... This is just for me. But no, a little bit. (laughs) No, because Bob Iger was involved. They agreed... This is all whatever. They agreed to... They have an agreement with the Los Angeles new stadium, the Rams owner, that they will move in and be the tenant in 2017 if they can't get anything done with San Diego. So now it's an official, we will move to L.A., if we can't do something in San Diego over the next 12 months. So there you go. What do you think that the, how do you think the fans are, what are they, do you think, what's the word out there in the street? Are the fans happy that they're staying? Well, we are. We're really angry about Spanos because he's taken it away from us, but I think we're like suckers. So we want them no matter what. And now we have to see whether the city and them can get together and get something done. 
So, but does he have a good reason for wanting to get out of San Diego if they have a an inadequate station? I mean, stadium. No, he does. It's just the way they've not to get too much information in it. But he got a really like he got the same lawyer who um defend was with like Gore during um like he's an expensive bad like he he's an expensive he kicks butt and takes names lawyer who was basically his front man and he's basically rubbed the entire city of San Diego the wrong way because he just tells it like sorry you know he you know he's a little oh I gotta be careful when I say that but you know what I mean and so I think there's been a lot of negativity that didn't need to be there so um but I I think it's it's geared towards abrasive the word you're looking for is abrasive thank you so um, the nice word you're looking for yeah so um (laughs) but I'm I'm interested to see what happens now because it related away. I can I can bring it around because one of the proposals that the city wants apparently, but the owners didn't, was the downtown convention center and the stadium multiple use, so you could have tournaments there. But then Comic Con, like, because San Diego's close to losing Comic Con too, because of the size. So there's an oh, idea. It's exploding. Yeah, the idea of making it a bigger. Having a stadium right there, and then you could have everything all there. So, anyways, back to Disney. Sorry. <laughs> I know I kind of led you too. So. Well, you did. I'm not going to say no. I'm looking <laughs> forward to the Las Vegas Raiders, though. So. Yeah, that's never going to happen. <laughs> okay, I get a couple housekeepings. Okay, since go ahead. It, let's, let's switch this back to Disney. Um, so I checked in today. And all premium dining experiences for Valentine's Day are booked. Mm-hmm. You can still get into Goofy's Kitchen, Storytellers. That's romantic. Um, you can still probably get into most of the um, most of the ones in downtown Disney, which um, if you call the main Disney dining line, they will transfer you to the individual restaurants. Um, remember we said Tortilla Joe's and Catal's both have... Valentine's menus. Um, nothing yet still from uh, from uh, uh, Jazz Kitchen. I'm kind of surprised. Usually you'd expect them to have some kind of, you know, special menu or something. Um, anyway, so that's my first one. Cool. My second one was, did you guys see the email we got from Joe in Salt Lake City? He is a former veteran and he was responding to you guys on, uh, on your opinions about the flag retreat ceremony. yeah. yeah. And, and he's letting he had, him slide this one time, I think, is what he said, right? Yeah, <laughs> he said um, he said that as a twenty-year military vet and such, um, he says because Disneyland honors veterans and American flags so consistently without fanfare yeah. that you know it's okay if you spin it a little. Now, if um, if they had this one, he said, now if they only had this one ceremony without the many years preceding, he would have an issue. So. And then we got another great email from uh, Karen Lamb, um, who... Who didn't want her email read on the air, but that's right. <laughs> well, no, she had a good point that I hadn't noted, that I hadn't known, that the so Cozy that Cone... overrules her asking, yes, don't okay. read it on the air. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know what? I love you, Karen. You're my bud. Um, anyway, um, so she made a note that um, that the Cozy Cone wasn't um serving the 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 breakfast egg cones anymore oh darn. and the churro bites you know oh yeah that was weird and and yeah, the churro I, bites and i you know we that was just a just a supply issue yeah because um, she said the sign was was still the same but that they were serving 
regular looking churros with caramel sauce and also a dwarf size cookies and cream variety. Let's check that out. I think we do. So yeah, so our my beloved cones are not not being consistent. Sigh. Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh. and then they didn't have dill pickle again this weekend. Darn. Ew. No, that's actually one of their best flavors. A lot of people like that one. It, it's really good, but the way they change on their schedule, they it it's and if they run out early, then they'll switch early too because they have yeah. like a a six day schedule or something like that. Okay. Um, any other housekeeping? I have a couple. Go ahead, Michael. Well, one goes back to when we were talking about. Um, you might remember Tangled is coming back to the Royal <laughs> Theater at Princess Fantasy Fair. Well. You know, we've also been speculating just how many venues is the story of Frozen going to be performed in over right. at Disneyland. Well, good news is there's going to be one less. And that Yay. is not only is Tangled um, returning to Princess Fantasy Fair, but later this spring, um, Beauty and the Beast will be returning to um, Princess Fantasy Fair. Uh, Smythe and Jones will be um, doing their take on that again. And while well, you only have so so much room for princesses, so they will be discontinuing the frozen, um, you know, pantomime that they've been doing there. So if you want to see it, you have until spring before Beauty and the Beast returns. I thought Beauty and the Beast was the weakest one, actually. I would I'd rather see Frozen stay. Almost, I just did I just say that? But yeah, I I think that Tangled and Frozen were the superior ones. Yeah, so, and then maybe my, they're going to beef up Beauty and the Beast. Then hopefully, probably not. So, and then my uh, my other one was just something I'd sent out a couple of photos to the team, and some of some of you who've been around as long as I might remember an attraction called the Mind Train through Nature's Wonderland. Yeah, and mm-hmm. this I was, was point out that tunnel. I remember my great grandpa talking about that's it. That's right. That young whippersnapper. (laughs) And and anyway, so this was the days when, you know, Frontierland was the largest realm in Disneyland. And it was a homage to, uh, you know, the true life adventures. And you went on this little mine train and and you you went through different areas like Beaver Valley, Bear Country and, you know, the Living Desert. Um, You know, you saw elk and, you know ramming each other with their antlers and i mean it was really cool and there were all these little audio animatronic figures and and mark davis was the imagineer that designed the figures so he put a little humor you know into them into this as well and of course when big thunder mountain railway came we said goodbye to nature's wonderland and all the little critters and then when we were talking about the changes coming to frontierland with um, the star wars expansion I think I had mentioned that it was, it was just a little random sentence in one of the articles I read that they were going to add more audio animatronic animals mm-hmm. to Rivers of America and all that. Well, it, the, there's the, there's a new sign up on the construction walls in Frontierland, and it's the Nature's Wonderland sign. But instead of saying via the mine train through Rainbow Caverns, it's via the Disneyland Railroad. Oh. That was a really good catch, Michael. So, so I'm impressed. Oh, thanks. Well, it's it's been sort of bebopping around on the interwebs um, for okay. about a day or so. So, um, I I'm wondering if this is sort of a hint. 
as to what we can look forward to, that perhaps they're going to do a homage to Nature's Wonderland and, you know, Walt Disney's True Life Adventure series by, you know, bringing back uh, animatronics that were reminiscent of the mine train, the Nature's Wonderland. Arch, you know, Arch Rock was actually in the petting zoo area. They, from Nature's, um, Nature's Wonderland. Mm-hmm. The Arch Rock was still there. So I'm wondering if there's, they're not, cause I was, I was thinking that they were going to tear it down and I was really disappointed and just trying to keep it. But that would be so cool if they left that up there and built some of these various, um, scenery, scenes from the Nature's Wonderland where the train's going to see them. Yeah, and maybe even where the riverboat and the Columbia will see them. I mean, that would be great. So yeah. it, it it makes this change a little more palatable, you know, because, you know, maybe we'll, maybe they're really going to plus it, you know, quite a bit. So we'll just have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. I think they'd certainly have to do some kind of major plussing to appease that drastic of a change. So yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. That's a really cool little thing that I didn't notice. Yeah, and then and if you look at the con the the renderings that they did, it even looks like they're going to be putting in waterfalls I know, and things like nice. that. So it looks like it's going to be very nice. It looks so pretty, and it, you know, the, I know that um, I heard comments back and forth about you know with the way the train tracks are shown going through that area. That'll be nice to see things on both sides of the train tracks now, as opposed to. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we probably said something like that on the show when we talked about it. If I can remember back this far. <clears throat> couple weeks yeah. <laughs> it's been a long month yeah. <laughs> i'm really happy to see february <laughs> really happy to see february all right any other housekeeping oh real quick do we want to mention something about that freeway closure about the 91 oh, freeway closure there's your news story tony carmageddon 3.0 i was flipping through mary joe's old emails and saw it <laughs> <laughs> so all credit for this goes to mary joe um on Feb- february as of the last news story february 19th to the 22nd um they're going to be shutting down the 90 wind freeway um six miles from state route 71 to interstate 15 in corona so if you're coming from nevada um or from the center of the state um Keep that in mind. Um, and, and they're trying to build a bridge. Hmm? Is that during President's Weekend? Yes. Yeah. That was good timing. Okay, so, I know, yeah. right? So stay away from the 91 freeway when you're coming in um, into town on that weekend. It's going to be... Uh, well, it's north of... It's well north of Disneyland. Yeah, no, but, but people coming in, a lot of people who come in from Phoenix area on the 10 right. yeah. will come down the 91. So you need to just stay on the 10. The 10 and go to the 57. Get, yeah. Yeah. And then same if you're going from Vegas or, well, I don't think most people do the 91 from Vegas or to Vegas, but from Disneyland, you got to go to the 57 and not worry about the 91. Well, if you're coming from the 15, you're kind of. You go the 15 to the 10 to the 57. Right. Okay. See, there you go. <laughs> Anything else in housekeeping? I have a cu- couple of quick ones. Oh. Go ahead, Mary Jo. You're done, um, Nancy. No. I was I, this past weekend, like Tom <laughs> and Nancy, I, we were. I went to um, Disneyland to go hang out and, and do some different things, and we noticed that the bridge is open again at Adventureland. So apparently, all they were doing was just cleaning up the sign for Adventureland. Okay, cool. Not yep. replacing the bridge, like like so many people were speculating about 
So that entrance, which really is open, which relieved a little bit of the congestion. And then I also, we had already in one of our rapid fires, we had talked about the trains being at the Main Street Station and at the New Orleans Station. Mm-hmm. And so I visited the train at New Orleans Square. Um, Dean and I went over there and we were talking to the conductors and we got to go over across the tracks to the old original Frontierland Station, which is the one that you always hear the telegraph. Um, going so they were just so they were talking to us about the different trains they were talking to us about you know we were asking about capacity on the different trains they were out telling us why um, they changed the the seats from only looking forward to sideways and there was a lot of information that they were telling us plus the fact that we could climb on the train if we wanted to we could picture opportunities take pictures with the conductors and we could go across to the other side where you normally don't get to go so it was a fun, it was a fun little thing to do. So I do recommend that people take advantage Definitely. of visiting these trains, right? Cause you have the trains and again, the, the Mark Twain and the Columbia ship are trading right now. This time it was the Mark Twain and the Columbia ship was in the dock at Harbor, Harbor, um, where the well, Harbor you know, Gallery I heard or. something from that because they're, cause they're at, they've added Louis, Louis to, um, the Tiana meet and greet that they're having on there. So they may not switch that out as much as was possibly previously thought. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Unless they do something else like with pirates or something, right. but I think that's really cool right. that they did that. Peter Pan or. Yeah. Jack they won't be bringing Jack Sparrow back for a meet and greet. No, no, no. Captain soon, Hook I can tell you. <laughs> and I, I, and though I was periscoping, I was busy talking to the conductor and I was thinking about asking about, checking out the hidden mickeys but i'm going to do that next time i go i think i have after the, i think i have the drinking word what, what is it periscope mary jo says periscoping i think <laughs> yeah. you know, and I, oh I, there I, we I go myself, I, I was going to say i'm not going to mention that word in this and sorry yeah, guys i think that's what it is um before you get to your other one mary jo you're talking about congestion into adventureland or frontierland Tomorrowland. Oh my gosh. It's really oh, bad. It's it is so it um, well part of it is for some reason the fast pass line for Star Tours is backing up. And then oh, every really? Yeah, it the, the two times I've been by there and the pa- fast pass line is is back to, almost to the restrooms. Yes. Plaza Inn. It was it was not as bad yesterday as it was the sun last week Sunday. Okay. Last week Sunday it was definitely all the way to the restrooms. Um and then and then just people trying to get into everything else in in, in Tomorrowland. So if you are trying to get to Launch Bay or the uh, Space Mountain or the Ma- or the Monorail or something like that, I would suggest go all the go around between uh, Matterhorn and Galactic Grill. Yeah, no, no, no. You don't have to go that far. Okay. But go go between Matterhorn and, and uh, Pixie Hollow and go that way because just get that that there that bottleneck right there by the Astro Orbiter is is awful right now. Okay, you had something else. No, that was it. Oh that was um, it? Okay. Yeah. Um I I wanted to add, we had a couple cool, ex- we had a cool experience yesterday. Oh, we I knew, had. I knew. Uh, go, go ahead and tell them. 
We were so excited. Do we think um, when we say once upon a time? Is that what? I, that could be. That could be. Um, we actually were, we were with some friends of ours who don't get to go to Disneyland very often. It's my, one of my daughter's friends and her family. And they're big once, once upon a time fans too. Well, Drink. we noticed a plaid walk past us to Space Mountain when we went to go get our fast passes first thing in the morning. And I'm like, boy, that's a skinny teenager with a kind of pointy nose. And we're like, oh my gosh, it's Jerry oh Gilmore. Gosh. It's Henry. Um, and so the girls from? from Once Upon a Time. Drink. I hope you're not doing 100% whiskey. <laughs> um, it exists. I saw it on a cooking show today. Um, anyway. Uh, and so and then- I tweeted a little at a little picture. The girls wanted to say hi and they don't have Twitter, so I tweeted out a little picture. Um, and he responded to them. And, uh, and then we ran into him on the haunted mansion. Right at the, right at the doors where they were, they were, they were just taking him through the regular fast pass queues on everything. And, um, and he waved at him and I, I got a chance to say hello and that was kind of cool. And then we were at Winnie the Pooh. And who do we see but Josh Good, uh, but Josh Dallas and Jennifer Goodwin. Jennifer Goodwin, of course, being the voice of Officer Judy Hopps in the, the new Zootopia movie. Um, and she is very, very pregnant with their second child. And my daughter Zoe independently of me went up to go say hello to her and was just so incredibly excited. She was so very sweet to Zoe. And, and so we had our, our huge once upon a time celebrity encounter at the magic kingdom and the big thing i mean at the big thing is be very respectful don't cluster don't gawk you know we watched people kind of gawk at Ginny and everything and you know it's like don't take pictures don't be just snapping like crazy because we didn't do that for anybody and and it was very nice experiences so you know did i ever tell you about the time carol and i rode with Ginny, you know, that's what we call her, um, <laughs> through the Haunted Mansion at Magic Kingdom, just just the three of us? No. Oh, how cool is that? No, you didn't talk. I've talk. told it several times. <laughs> I, well, yeah, I've, I never, ta- I've never heard you tell that story because I'm too busy telling my. Now, if you my, see no, us in the parks, feel free to snap photos and gawk at us. And we love to take you on at. rides. Yeah. <laughs> So there, Nia. <laughs> Has anybody updated their Disneyland app yet on the on their smartphone? I have, yes. but I haven't yeah. opened it. Okay. Um, the app was updated on Thursday. Now includes PhotoPass, so you can look at all your PhotoPass photos on the Disneyland app. Um, if you don't have an annual pass with the with the little QR code thing on it, um, you can. Use your phone as your, they'll, they'll scan your phone, the, the little, it'll show up on your phone and you can not have to have that, the PhotoPass card anymore. So also the PhotoPass website is updated. Um, I'm assuming they, I haven't looked yet, but I'm assuming they integrated it with the Disney World version. Okay. So, um, the, there's a new PhotoPass website for Disneyland and Alani. Yay. Yeah. I actually had a photo pass picture taken yesterday. I think my first one, and it's off of my annual pass, so I need to go mm-hmm. figure out how to download it. Yeah. And of course, I 
first world problems I updated or I, I upgraded from my pre uh, signature, yeah, signature to Premiere, and of course it takes forever. Um, which spending that much money shouldn't take that much time, but it does. Um, we're sorry. Do you hear the world's uh, little tiniest violin playing right. song for you? <laughs> <laughs> but the good news is that the premiere worked quicker with discounts than the signature does. Have you guys had trouble, Mary Jo, have you had trouble with the discounts on your signature plus? Yep. Every single time it takes, takes them. Except couple the minutes, food right? doesn't, yeah, the food doesn't really cause issues, but it's the merchandise that yeah. they always, and then the, finally they look at me and they say, is this the new signature plus? And I'm like, yep. But the, uh, the premier, uh, but I've I've had it where it's on, been on the food that it's taken. I think well no oh no maybe it was merchandise. But anyway okay. All right. Any other housekeeping? If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com. And as we said before, you'll find links to all our shows and anything we talk about at www.disunplug.com. It is time for the news, Tony. Police in Anaheim, California, home to Disneyland and about 16 million tourists annually, have apparently built an extensive surveillance arsenal using military-grade spy equipment that has been used to eavesdrop on cell phone calls for years, according to newly published documents that were obtained by the American Civil Liberties Union and recently published. So this shows a massive and sophisticated cell phone spying program that stretches back to at least 2009. Have you been in Disneyland? Everybody, uh, be careful what pics you've been texting back and forth to each other. The Anaheim Police Department, uh, the Anaheim Police Program includes so-called Stingray equipment, which many police departments have used for covert cellular spying, the documents show. The police have also apparently obtained a powerful military-grade spy tool called a Dirt Box, which can intercept and collect information on thousands of devices at once, and can even record voice data. It's not clear how the police use their dirt box or what model they have, but some are capable of intercepting emails and text messages as well as cracking encrypted cell phone communications. Moreover, the device can be mounted to aircraft. I don't know if I'm concerned with that. Significantly increasing the reach of the cops' surveillance. The discovery that Anaheim police have a dirt box is significant because until now, the only known usage domestically was in larger cities of Los Angeles and Chicago, and was only used by the federal government. It may illustrate how much secret spying local police forces are engaging in, according to the ACLU. Anaheim is not a particularly large city in Orange County, yet its police forces developed vast spying abilities. So, just food for thought. Interesting. Yes, so. See how long it takes for Disneyland to put in blocking equipment. Yeah, I know. Interesting, huh? So... And I'm thinking, like, Universal should be using the dirt box to get their secrets. Right? Yeah, like, let's let's <laughs> let's use it for real important things, like making better <laughs> rides. And, and happier... Speaking of better rides... Yeah, oh, nice. Good job. Harrison Ford is going to reveal Disney Star Wars Land details in TV, and is a t- TV special. Disneyland's 60th anniversary TV special... Is taking a detour to a galaxy far, far away. Of course, I didn't write that myself. Harrison Ford will be revealing a preview of the Star Wars lands coming to Disneyland and Walt Disney World next month on the wonderful world of Disney, Disneyland 60. 
according to ABC. The preview will feature new details of the Star Wars-themed lands and the amusement parks. The attractions, the entertainment, everything we create will be part of our storytelling. Nothing will be out of character or stray from the Star Wars mythology, according to Bob Iger. Other than mentioning that the Star Wars-themed lands would include one attraction that is... Other than mentioning that the Star Wars theme lands would include one attraction that is a recreation of the Millennium Falcon and another that will immerse attendees in a battle between the First Order and the Resistance, details have been sparse. So we all know I don't need to go into further detail about Star Wars and the lands, but fun event, fun note. This is not the first Star Wars TV special Harrison Ford has been a part of. In 1978, <laughs> he was the Star Wars Holiday Special. The amazing Star yes. Wars Holiday Special. So, and it will air on February 21st. I was just going to, that's the same one that I think Elton John is performing in, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Did you see the, the Parks blog? They're talking about that a new app called, or not an app called, was uh, Applause or something like that? I'll no, what it is up. it? Well, it's like, you know, the second screen technology that some of the networks are using nowadays where you're watching something and then more more content shows up on your phone so like during oh, some yeah. of the musical numbers it'll it's your phone will if you have this app going your phone will you know flash to match the fireworks or have extra content about the song or you know links to his new album or you know just different things and what's the name of it again I'll have to look it up that's a great name for an app. Shut up. <laughs> it's on the parks blog. I'll, I'll look at it. Anyway, um, interesting. So when when is the February twenty first? Yes. Is that what it, okay, I'm trying to get out of this. I will probably DVR it. Yeah. Right. All right. Thank you, Tony. I just wonder why it's so late. I mean, wasn't the anniversary last year? <laughs> yeah, kind of. So it took him a long time. Um, I'm wondering if it's because they're they're worried there'll be a drop off in guests because so much is closed, right? Yeah. Well, it's definitely showing in the lines for everything else. We were also speculating yesterday about whether or not we would see a, a price increase this summer. What are your thoughts, Michael? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Do you think so? Even with all this go down, you think we'll still see a a price yeah. increase? Because they'll talk about, you know, what, what what's coming and what a great value, you know, it is and all that. Yeah. I, I'm afraid that they would get backlash for that with Universal Studios opening up the new Harry Potter land. And then if Disneyland, with the different things that they have closed, raise their prices again. Because there was a huge increase last year. Yes. They don't care about backlash, obviously. Because like, mm, people still come. Yeah. Here's information on that app. Fans watching the show at home can participate in Sir Elton's performance and much, much more with the Disney Applause app available for iPhone and Android. Applause delivers a second screen interactive experience that will sync directly to your broadcast's major musical segments, displaying colorful light shows and original content on viewers' phones. Their display oh, will be in harmony with the illuminated accessories worn by guests. Oh, okay. Hmm. 
ears. All right. And elaborate lighting designs during the performance. So, so if we wear our little light-up ears at home while we're watching this, it's going to work. <laughs> no, I don't think that. No, your phone will... Your phone screen will change colors or something. Oh, ooh. Like, people need to be more hyper-stimulated while right. they're watching television. Yeah. Well, like, um, I think it's Walking Dead has the second screen experience, but it's online. While you're watching on TV, you go online, and there's more... There's additional content, and you can, like, vote on things or, you know, different things online while you're watching your cable. So, anyway. All right. Thank you, Tony. Moving on, let's... Hit some rapid fires. Let's start with Michael. Well, it's February and Valentine's Day. So there's some. St- well, let's take a look at maybe you want to take your special someone to the Walt Disney Family Museum in San Francisco. Ooh. The film of the month. Well, what, what doesn't say love more than the Jungle Book? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That is the film of the month, and it plays daily in February, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at 1, and Sunday at 3. Um, the Little Open Studio is all about creating wonderful worlds. So they'll talk about how concept artists are responsible for creating a visual piece for characters or worlds that do not yet exist. So they're going to help create a large model inspired by this month's feature film, The Jungle Book, and they can even take home a small model of their own, um, The Little Musketeers. And that's every Saturday, Sunday, and Monday in February, 10 a.m. to noon. For The Older Musketeers, it's the open studio is pastels and color art. So you can... Uh, You'll be learning about the beautiful pastel work of um, artists and, and Disney legend Mel Shaw. Where that exhibit is still running. Definitely a, a wonderful little exhibit to see. And um, you can create, you're going to learn to create concept art that illustrates a moment from a story. And um, again, something that you'll be able to, a piece of art you'll be able to take home with you. And that's every Saturday and Sunday in February, 1 to 4 p.m. Um, there's stories on stage is happening again this month. And this is something they do regularly where you, you explore with song, rhythms, characters, and dance, um, the stories. And this time it's Cascada de Flores presents an original tale of friendship and music. And it's the story of the tree and the donkey who wanted to sing. So this uh, performance celebrates traditions, diversity, and the power of music. There's going to be improvisation and interaction. Children can sing and dance with this. It's supposed to be very nice. And that is February 7th from 12 to 1. Um, There's going to be a talk on storytelling strategies. This is for business professionals and college and university students only. it's going to be taught, it's, you're going to learn about how great storytelling is the key to success of films and TV shows, but also to successful business or corporation. So you're going to learn more about how you can, um, use the art of storytelling to be a motivator and a message for driving and developing your business's success. Um, the talk is, oh, and that's, sto- that storytelling strategies. That's Wednesday, February 10th. From one to three. Um, the talk in February is the Bancroft Brothers Animation Podcast. And they're twin brothers, Tom and Tony Bancroft, who are also artists. And they are, they also have their own podcast out there. And they are going to, the show is going to be, they're going to do a podcast live. 
And they're going to be interviewing Disney producer Don Hahn. Live podcast. That's just weird. I know. Who's the guest curator um, of the Mel Shaw, an animator on horseback exhibit. And that is going to be on Saturday, February 13th at 1 p.m. So for more information on what's going on and information about tickets, just head over to their website that we'll have in our show notes. That's WaltDisney.org. I'll see you at the museum. Excellent. Thank you, Michael. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nancy. Okay. So, as you know, one of my favorite things to talk about is um, Once upon a time. merchandise. <laughs> well, you know, I did a little shopping this weekend because it was kind of chilly, so I spent a little more time in the shops and, um, you know, I might normally. Um, and uh, a couple new things. Um, there's a bunch of great pieces inspired by, um, hipster Mickey, um, Jared, uh, Mariyama's line. And, uh, there's figurines now. There are bags featuring his classic care, his classic chill, but, you know, now characters. Um, even some, uh, I got a little, a cute little poncho, um, which had a couple of his characters on it. So there's cl- new clothing lines with it too. Um, Besides that, you know, there's also some new art pieces coming out this month. Um, just to keep you up and going, February 5th through the 14th, if you're into Precious Moments dolls, <laughs> Linda Rick is going to be at the China Closet in Disneyland. Um, February 5th to 7th, she's going to be noon to 10. Um so there'll be new things there. Noah has a new piece, a couple new pieces out inspired by both uh, the Sorcerer's Apprentice and Alice in Wonderland. The Alice in Wonderland piece is really cool. Um, and he's going to be at Off the Page in California Adventure um, on February 6th. Um, there's also going to be a th- uh, program at Wonderground on February 6th, from New Artist Showcase. Um, Jared Mariyama is going to be there with his pieces, Nidhi Chanini, um, Youngchung, Jun Kim. Um, so all kinds of stuff. There's a new hipster Mickey Vinylmation uh, figure being released. Um, it, Artist in Residence is going to be um, Gabby Zapata. And she does a little retro kind of art. So that's kind of fun. Um, a couple other new things. There's a new Pirates of the Caribbean line of product featuring mermaids, which I thought was really, really cute. Um, there's a gorgeous new, if you like the sort of retro pinup look, they've taken that and added it to mermaids to Pirates of the Caribbean. There's scarves, there's shirts, there's a really cool coffee mug, kind of a neat little product line. Um, I have not yet checked to see, I'm sure that that's a line over at Walt Disney World too. So that might actually be available on the, on the Disney parks, uh, Disney shopping app. Um, but I haven't checked it yet for sure. So don't take me for, for word on that. Um, and then last but not least, you know how much I love the caramel apples. February's apple of the month is dunked and drizzled and rolled in almonds and cherries, which is very exciting. And then they've been doing a new thing with um, bark. You know, everybody loves chocolate in hunks and sheets and slabs. Well, it's very similar to a very, very old, um, old world style chocolate technique where they do the chocolate bark that in layers um and they're infusing it with nuts 
nut and amaretto oil, drizzled in white and milk chocolate, topped with dried cherries and roasted almonds. So that's a little bit of a twist from the apple, but some kind of the same principle. So that is some extra little uh, shopping news at the Disneyland Resort. Very cool. Thank you, Nancy. I will go next. Um, let's see. Okay, so no word yet on coasting for kids, but save that for Sunday in June. However, we do have information on this year's coaster run. Uh, run, walk, and ride the coasters for the Kids of Speech and Language Development Center. The cool. coaster run offers a 5K run walk, a 10K run, and a half-mile Kids Camp Snoopy fun run, followed mm. by a finish line expo with a complimentary piece of Knott's Famous Boysenberry Pie for all finishers. Mm, nice. Yummy. Uh, the event takes place March 6th in Buena Park. So. And I can... Yay. I don't know if you guys remember, there was this guy, Tony, and he used to run. He used to run, yeah. Yeah, I don't... I heard about him. Anyways, yeah. he did this race. Did you do this one? I did, okay. back when, before I was like... Stay it's just tone. on the streets of Buena Park. Yeah, right? it's, it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's just on the yeah. streets of Buena Park. It's not like a Disney-ish kind of run. It's just there. It's like for a good cause. It's really flat and easy. So if and it's affordable. It's I think it was like forty-seven or fifty-seven yeah, dollars. That's it was, yeah, yeah, chose. it was totally affordable. So just saying, it's it's just, it, don't expect it to be beautiful. Nothing against people living in Buena Park, but boys and but, berry pie. But you get boys and berry pie at the end, and it's flat. So that's the yeah. only thing I can add. But I did do it. And you know we all love boysenberry pie. Yeah. Oh my yes. gosh, yes. Yes. I think it's with, unanimous. With ice cream. Yes. Love to go back. Ooh, vanilla ice cream. Love to go when, when Mrs. Knotts reopens and have some boysenberry pie. I think so. All right. Uh, Mary Jo. I have a couple, and the second one will be really quickly. Okay. I'll let it slide then. Thank you. Um, I don't know if February is now annual pass holder appreciation month or what, but... The month of February, Disneyland is going to be having all kinds of really cool things for annual pass holders. They're going to be having um, on the February 1st to the February 7th, first week is Main Street to Mickey Mouse. February 8th, um, these are the themes. February 8th through the February 14th is Live the Adventure. February 15th to February 21st is Fantasy and Fun. And the last week, they're having a World of Tomorrows. So the types of things that they're going to be offering annual pass holders are a complimentary button series created for those of us who have passes while the supplies last. So each week, I'm going to be going down there to see what buttons they have. So continuous screenings of the Disney animated shorts at the Main Street Opera House. Um, also, Stage 17, which is where they had the... Ice, the, snow. Yeah, the... The Snow Fest play area and meet Olaf over there and also at the Blue Sky Cellar. They're going to be having all of these screenings for us. They're going to be distributing recipe cards at the Blue Sky Cellar and nice. at different food and beverage locations. I remember they did this at hall at Christmas time, right? Tom, when they did that at Paradise Gardens with the Mexican, um, with oh, the tamales right, right, right. The and three the Three Kings Day. Yeah, Three Kings yeah. Day. Thank you. So they're going to have that type of, those type of offerings. For us, and then they're gonna have. Th I thought this was cool. So um, when we go see the screenings at the Main Street Opera House in Stage 17, they're gonna have complimentary water and popcorn provided to the annual pass holders. Then they're also offering. You know, they have the Walk and Waltz footsteps, but they're gonna have an annual pass holder exclusive Walk and Waltz footsteps um, 
daily. And this will, in addition to uh, what the regular tour includes, they'll also provide a special dessert and they'll, a lithograph that they'll be getting. Plus, we still get to do our 15% discount on the tour. So I already booked February 25th with Kelly and Leslie and Chris, a couple of friends. And we're going to go during this time to go check it out. Plus, I wanted to do Walk in Walt's Footsteps again since they don't do Walt, Walt Disney's apartment anymore and we get to see the dream suite so i'll be able to talk about it after that um they're gonna love have a the dish pardon me i said love the dream suite i haven't been there yet and so i'm, I'm I, really excited. I went when they did a dvc holder preview when they first built it and that was really cool oh i think that's that's gonna be neat yeah i'm um, they, you know how when you go into the park, they offer the map and then they also have the guy that tells you all the different shows. Well, make sure that if you're an annual pass holder, pick up the guide because whatever they're going to be offering, in addition to what I just named off, is going to be listed in that guide. So you need to pay attention. See, they already had one um, for yesterday. You've got to see what they're going to be offering for each week. So I think that's pretty cool that they're going to have that. I, nice. Listed in the Times Guide so all the people who don't have passes can, can like see it and, <laughs> or go and be like, or, why or can't upgrade. I do this? <laughs> um, I'm looking at something that was on a website that I belong to. Anyway, uh, the times for the, the typical times for these places being open. Main Street Opera House is only open in the evening, so 5 p.m. until park close. So during the day, they're going to be showing um, Abraham Lincoln yep. then? Yeah. Okay. Blue Sky Cellar, 10 a.m. to one hour before park close. And Stage 17 will be 11 a.m. to park close. Most days. So, Makes sense. I mean, there's some exceptions, but that looks like what the typical schedule is going to be. It's going to be fun. So once the wind dies down and I go outside my house again. Um, okay. Blue Sky Cellar is going to have charging stations. Nice. And activities. Uh, stage 17 will have characters. Um, and then all the other stuff we talked about. So That's going to be really cool. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mary Jo, can you scan those recipe cards and share them? Sure, I, I would love could. to. Oh, that'd be great. Because I have like every Disney cookbook they've ever done. And okay. So I actually do make, I do prepare dishes out of those. So I'd be interested in too. seeing what those are. I know Nancy does too, and I believe yeah. Kelly has too, but, um, I'll be happy to scan those cards or oh, I'll great. take it, I'll get an extra one and send to you, which oh, great. will probably be better Thank for you. your collection. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The other, um, one that I have. Oh, we is- could make a note that, uh, real quick, we could make a note and a reference to the, uh, the, the disboards where there is actually a thing if you ever want Disney park recipes that people have gotten. Then uh, go on to the Discord. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and there's a special right. page on it. Mm. Thanks, Because I've looked a, a few reminder. things up there myself. Good. Maybe I'll scan them and put them on there, and I'll send Michael uh, the real one. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Um, another thing I just wanted to bring up, a lot of times people come, uh, especially now, well, all the time for the day six, and they want to know about our local mountains. I just wanted to tell people that up at Big Bear right now, the skiing is excellent. The conditions for skiing is excellent. Big Bear Mountain is two hours from Disneyland, and they also have tubing. And what caught my eye is they're having um, after nightfall tubing. So they have these, they're all, they're lit up with those, I think, LED lights. 
So you can go tubing at night um, and, ha- and the whole area is lit up, which is a little bit more exciting, from 5 to 9 p.m. So for anybody who's going to be coming out here and wants a day to go up to see the snow in Southern California, it's uh, it's actually two, an hour and a half, not two hours, to get up to Big Bear from Disneyland. But not the weekend of February 19th through the um, 21st when the 91's closed. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'll want to go up the 57 to the 10. But I just wanted to mention it for those who are planning on going to Big Bear. Cool. All right. Uh, Tony. Okay. Harry Potter fans. You can enter for a chance first to win the ultimate Harry Potter trip around the world. Okay. You can do that if you are a member of their mailing list, which Mary Jo is, and I'm sure she's going to spam it out to everybody. But I'm sure if you go on the site, <laughs> you can do that. But more importantly, if you are a pass holder... You might want to consider being a pass holder because you can experience the Wizarding World of Harry Potter before it opens April 7th. It's actually making me considering to buy one just to see it. Um, I have a confession to make. I have not seen any of the movies or read any of the books. But now that I can't escape it, like Andrew loves it and I found out that Christina loves it. I'm like, okay, I, I think it's time for me to... Yes. Finally, I know. Dang straight. I know it's like thirty years late, and 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 all that, but um. And thirty dollars short. Yeah, but um. So actually, it, more than that. How, how early? It says before. Um, you must to receive an invitation. Oh, okay. You must purchase an annual pass by March sixth, or have a current annual pass valid through at least March thirtieth. So my guess is that's the, sometime in March. Yeah, you must also provide a valid email address when purchasing your pass. There's no more details than that other than you can buy one now. And so, so you'll get an invitation. You may visit between 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. on this Thursday. Wow, really bringing it down. Yeah. Sorry. Maybe they're just going to let... No, maybe they're going to let you live there for the entire 24 hours. Yeah, there we go. So that's it. And I'm going to give credit because, you know, I'm, as I'm finishing my master's in administration. I've got to cite all my sources this is a Mary Jo source. So Mary, Mary, jo- Mary Jo, comma, 2016. She's the one who gave me this rapid fire. So thank you. Mary Jo yeah. at www.info.com. Well, that's a whole different citation if it's an online source. I'm pretending it's a journal article and we'll just, we'll pretend we'll leave it at that. So there. Right. Thank you, Mary Jo. Welcome. Uh, thank you, Mary Jo. Thank you, Tony. All right. Uh, for those of you listening live, stay tuned for Michael's next segment about the Haunted Mansion. Um, for everyone else, that is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Diz Unplugged podcasts this week. And, of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.